Here on the Black Male Therapist Podcast, we want to take the time to send a special acknowledgement and rest in peace to Bill Withers. If you don't know, now you know. Bill Withers was a great singer and songwriter of soul music from hits like Lean On Me, Ain't No Sunshine, and Lovely Day. He was a definite influencer and staple in the soul music and black music and American music in general. On March 30th, he died from heart complications and he was 81 years old, three-time Grammy Award winner. He was amazing. Where, what is your favorite Bill Withers song? Many people say Lean On Me, but for me, Lovely Day was a special song. Why? Because when I graduated from high school back in 1999, right? The um, song Lovely Day was sampled into this song called Player's Holiday by um, some rappers from the Bay Area. And they made it into a hit, really sampling what he already did from Lovely Day. And so I want to thank the legend, Bill Withers. Rest in peace. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast with your host, Art Harris. Welcome to another edition of the Black Male Therapist Podcast. I'm your host, Art Harris licensed in marriage and family therapist and school psychologist breaking it down from the perspective of a black male what's up y'all how you doing fist bump air hug everybody man how y'all surviving this quarantine for me and mine this is real you know we're recognizing how serious this COVID-19 pandemic is and we're trying to honor social distancing and just basically staying home you know, to um, keep ourselves safe and the people around us safe. And so keep 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 your head up and stay focused, y'all, because we're only at the beginning. And so that's really what we're doing. We're trying to survive COVID-19 and we're trying to make sure that we don't lose ourselves in the process. On this week, we're going to look at the 42 affirmations of Mahat versus the conspiracies of the coronavirus. And if you don't know, the 42 affirmations of Ma'at are 42 affirmations that come from an ancient committed spiritual system that um, is really um, the base where a lot of our current religious systems from Judaism to Christianity to Islam um, come from the ancient Egyptians, or we call them Kemet's, um, ancient Kemetic people developed a spiritual system that looked at the higher power, um, the power of God. And yes, that higher power, they were talking about that one true source in some parts, right? Um, and in these practices were the 42 affirmations to my Ma'at um, represented a process where you weigh um, your heart to see if you're ready to really transcend into the 
the righteous eternal life world. Um, that that's going to take a little bit more time for me to break down for you guys. I know in previous shows when I read Light from Ancient Africa or in other shows where I talked about um, the story of um, Osiris and Set and Isis and Heru, we talked about some of the um, stories and some of the practices of the ancient um, Kemetic spiritual system. But that's not really what this show is for today. We're really going to look at the 42 affirmations to my aunt to take a look at them, see how people um, held themselves accountable to the will of God um, 40 to 60,000 years ago. And also we're going to look at what's happening today to how to protect ourselves from some of these controversies surrounding the coronavirus. As we know, this virus has um, led to over 1 million cases around the world. And right now we're at 9,634 deaths, um, according to CNN. But really, we are looking at some of these controversies and maybe conspiracies coming up um, around the coronavirus to see how to make sure we're not going down the rabbit hole ourselves, but also paying attention to some of the things people are saying and some of the things we're seeing for ourselves and how to make sure we're not on the wrong side. And that's where these 42 affirmations to my aunt come in. As you see, these affirmations that people have said every day in order to make sure they're living a righteous life, it does apply. And you're going to see some um, similar things in the Ten Commandments that was given to Moses for the children of Israel. If you watch the movie, The Ten Commandments, you'll see him come out the mountain with the two big tablets that God wrote on with fire. And these commandments were given to the Israelites who were just free from Egypt in order to help them live the right way, the way God intended them to live. But if you know a little bit more about the story of Moses, you know, Moses was one who grew up in an Egyptian temple. And so in that Egyptian temple, in the pyramid system, he was he was a leader. He didn't come up as just a, um, a person working in the area. He was he was groomed to possibly be king one day. And so he definitely was taught the spiritual system of ancient Egypt. And so we're not saying that the Ten Commandments are fake. What we're saying is that there are similarities, similarities with the Ten Commandments and some of the affirmations to my heart. And so just like you may follow some of these Ten Commandments in order to make sure you're living a life closer to what God intended you to be. Also with these 42 affirmations of my heart, you know, that's something that might help you see um, how the people worship God a long time ago before any of this stuff was even thought of. And so we're going to look at that later today and we're going to get into some of these controversies and conspiracies. I have to let you guys know in getting information to present with you today, I came across a recorded um, commentary on some of the conspiracy theories surrounding the coronavirus. And I want to say thank you to those who sacrificed um, their safety in order to get me this material. I am going to share some of this material on air today, but in order to protect the privacy of those who went out their way to get me this information, I'm only going to share pieces of this and I'm only going to um, uh, 
make sure it's not anything that's get anyone hurt or get anyone um, further persecuted for sharing this information. And so we thank you to those who sacrificed to get me this recording. But I have to share with you guys this um, recorded interview from a trusted source who has some information about the coronavirus that we're starting to see play out um, in our communities today. And so we're going to take a break and we're going to jump right back in. We're looking at the 42 affirmations to my op versus the conspiracies and controversy surrounded the coronavirus. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast. This portion of the show is sponsored by Robin Hood. You can go to infight.robinhood.com backslash Arthur 447 for a chance to get a free stock up to $500 just for signing up. You should do it. Get invested. Get in the game. Don't get left behind because you're afraid to invest. Start today. Okay, welcome back to the show. So as I said earlier, in preparing for this week's show, um, I came across some information from a trusted source that was an interview from, again, a trusted source with some inside information about a possible conspiracy related to the coronavirus. And so I'm going to play some of that interview today on this show in hopes of giving you guys some information about what's being said. And then I'm going to compare it to some things that have been coming up in the news or that you may have been seeing seeing right with your own eyes. And so this is something for you to think about. But again, um, I felt that it was only right for you guys to get this information. And so I'm going to play you guys a piece of this interview. There is a, a, a deep pensiveness, reflection, prayer, thoughts. I'm, I'm not gun ho I'm not quick to just shoot from the hip and say, this is what God says, or this is what I think is happening. I like to be considered, um, and I'd like to come out with truth as God leads. So that's a very long preamble. So let's jump into what's really occurring with the coronavirus. Um, this is going to be difficult for people to accept, but let me tell you, categorically, factually, and scientifically, coronavirus is not the problem um, it is questionable whether it is even a contagion in the context of a disease that is spreading from person to person what we're seeing are symptoms of a virus what we are not aware of of what's causing those symptoms so this is has nothing to do with a biological warfare um, or any other kind of stuff that you might be hearing swelling around on the internet. What this is, is our bodies reacting to what is known as uh, radio spectrum radiation or radio frequency radiation. And so I know that sounds bizarre, but let me tell you scientifically what is happening. And then I'll tell you 
contextually why it's happening, and I'll tell you what we can do about it. So what is occurring? Globally, I was the head of the largest business unit at Vodafone, their headquarters in Newbury between 2013 through 2015. Um, I was privy to a number of the new technologies that were coming down the pipe that was going to be implemented, namely the Internet of Things and secondly, the 5G technology. I knew a long time ago that 5G was dangerous, but I didn't understand the correlation with the coronavirus, which I now do. And I want to be able to explain that to you. So what is happening? Um, there is a deliberate strategy to roll out 5G, which is the fifth generation internet um, radio spectrum frequencies that enable mobile phones, smartphones and all devices to function on a much faster processing ability and with the introduction of ai and artificial intelligence and the internet of things where all devices will be connected so whether it's your car whether it's your phone whether it's your fridge refrigerator whether it's your electricity in your house it's all going to be on a smart grid effectively a type of matrix unfortunately sorry to use that term so what is happening is that this technology has to be rolled out globally my company that I used to work for in their, as they're running their largest worldwide business unit um, is Vodafone. Vodafone are in partnership with Huawei or Huawei, whatever you call them, a Chinese telecoms company. And they have been rolling out systematic 5G implementation in multiple locations. What's the relevance? The frequency that they're using, and I also ran a telecoms company back in 2010 through to 2013, 14, some of you will be aware, that specialized in radio spectrum, that we, this is the ability to take external signals from satellites into buildings. Um, and so that the frequency that you experience in power on your phone is the same in the building as it is outside of the building. When mobile networks were created initially, they thought people will be on the road all the time, hence why they were called mobile phones. But actually what happened is people used their mobile phones in buildings and the signal wasn't strong enough to, penet to penetrate buildings. That's called radio spectrum. And they're different um, megahertz frequencies, etc. So. The 5G frequency is a very high frequency, very, very, very high frequency. It is just below the classification of a weapon. Uh, and I'll tell you why. The frequency that they're using, which is 10 times faster than 4G, unfortunately, when it comes into connection with human bodies, causes cell poisoning, cell poisoning. So our bodies try to fight the radiation that is in the form of cell poisoning because of this frequency. It is effectively radiation. And what happens is our bodies uh, kick out the toxicity or toxins with some pro proteins and some DNA, RNA from our cells in the form of a chemical, which is called a virus. So most diseases are excretions from cells that we are trying to pull out of our body or push out of our body. And it will head towards orifices to be excreted or um, expunged out of our body. So our noses or our mouths. So you can understand the picture I'm painting. So what's happening, sorry for the detail, but this is going to take a bit of time. What is happening is that um, 5G, the frequency and the power, which is 10 times more powerful than 4G, is reacting adversely with human cells, causing cells in our bodies to be poisoned, toxic, and our natural defense mechanism is pushing out that toxicity in the form of a virus. 
So what you're seeing is not coronavirus per se, you're seeing cell poisoning manifesting with fluids, chemicals, viruses that the body is trying to um, dispose of because it's harmful to its physical body. So all that's occurring around the world, and I hear your minds thinking, well, how can that be, Pastor? But I'll explain in a moment. All that's, recur- all that's occurring in the world is a reaction to human bodies to the electrification of the universe through 5G satellites, 5G towers, 5G cells that are being populated in major cities around the world. So this is what is causing this pandemic. So sorry to say, second point, this is the largest global cover-up in history for the impact on human beings based on technological advancements. I hope that makes sense. I don't have time to quantify that. I will give you further information in a moment. So what is happening is not the coronavirus. It is a virus that is being produced by cell poisoning. And therefore, the virus that we have is really a measure or indication of our cells excreting toxins. This is what's killing people. So let me give you some facts that will hopefully make this compelling. So one of the first cities that Vodafone, Highway and some of the other technology companies rolled out the ubiquitous blanket 5G. Guess where it was? Wuhan, China, where this coronavirus was supposedly meant to start in some fish market. That is complete nonsense. It, it's, it started as a result of radioactive or radio, radio frequencies at a high level, creating radiation that was toxic to cells. And that's why people were falling over, dying in the streets, etc. So they've tried to cover it up. So because it has a, a flu type um, uh, characteristics, they are using coronavirus to try and hide the fact that people are dying from the 5G uh, frequency. So let me just explain. Other major cities that rolled this out, it takes six months for this to impact your physical body. So last year, um, obviously Wuhan was the first city. Um, then Spain rolled out 5G. Italy rolled out 5G. So you're seeing an uncommon level of fatalities because of the level of 5G penetration in these countries. Italy has had more fatalities than any other country because it is densely populated with 5G and the older generation doesn't have the immune system to fight against it. Let me move on because of time. So Italy has rolled it out, Spain has rolled it out. Most major cities have rolled it out around the world and countries. London is one of the biggest uh, CCTV centers and obviously they're in the process of rolling out more 5G. What is the relevance of all of this? The relevance is the uh, coronavirus is not what's killing people. It is clearly, categorically, unequivocally and scientifically proven that the radio frequencies that we are being exposed to is what is killing the people. Why are they allowing it? Because of multiple agendas, but primarily because 5G is the only network with the speed to handle the future. And where we're going rapidly is a world run by AI, artificial intelligence, the Internet of Things, where everything's interconnected on the Internet, a new global currency that is coming out, hence why I've been pushing what I've been pushing for the last five years in Africa with our own digital currency um, to combat what was coming. Um, In addition to that, there will be driverless cars. There'll be a number of different things that um, basically need to run on 5G. So they cannot reverse the implementation of these this technology. And, and they're happy for it to, to the, the sacrifice to be millions of lives around the world.
just to prove the point further, um, the cruise ships were installed with 5G. So the people that were quarantined on the cruise ships, they were uh, cruise ships that had 5G, and that's why the people were getting sick. Hospitals have 5G. Major cities have 5G. Um, airports have 5G. So these are places where uh, people will automatically get sick if they're exposed to the inordinate levels of radiation through radio spectrum um, poisoning. Okay, so let me move on. Um, we've had three pandemics in the last 120 years. Uh, the first pandemic was in 1918, which was called the Spanish flu pandemic. This was when they implemented radio waves globally and increased the electrification of our universe. Guess what happens? Millions of people died six months later with a pandemic they called the Spanish flu pandemic. Roll on a number of years. World War II, just after that, another pandemic, which was the implementation of radar equipment globally. Satellites went up, a myriad, a plethora of different satellites went up into the, the uh, what they call is the Van Allen belt, um, basically where they store and send uh, satellites. So when that was in, in, implemented, again, there was a number of deaths from the pandemic. Um, the last major pandemic was in 1968, which was called the Hong Kong flu. Guess what they did then? They rolled out another level of satellite penetration in the Van Helen belt, over 100,000 satellites that were transmitting um, radar um, signals, radar field in the cosmic field, basically. So these were satellites that were pushing telecommunications and radar um, communication. So we had um, radio waves first at the beginning of the century, and then they implemented radar equipment and telecommunication satellites. These caused pandemics that killed multiple millions of people, and the last one was in 1968. So guess what's happening now? They've rolled out 5G, and this is impacting people's lives, killing people people around the world and they're covering it up in the name of um, uh, coronavirus. So that is a fact. Please go and do your study. Study 5G, the implica implications implement of the implementation. Um, just to help you further, one of the countries, which is a huge country that has millions of people, huge country with cold weather, Russia has had no fatalities in the area of coronavirus. Why? because they have not implemented 5G on a public use yet. They've only implemented it for exclusive use by the military, hence why they've had no fatalities. Just to prove the point further, you're seeing in the news now that people without underlining health issues or compromised immune systems are falling sick and dying of corona. That makes no sense that the young are dying. The reason they are dying the facts are, the truth is that the radiation is does not compromise, has no prejudice. Young or old, you will succumb to the power of radiation. Okay, so this is the fact of what's really occurring. This is part of their strategy because of the importance of 5G. And this is a global phenomenon that cannot be reversed. First point. So please understand, I have a lot more information I could give you. 17 minutes thus far. I wish I could give you more um, just on that. But trust me, do some research. Um, there's some scholarly articles out there on the impact of, of um, there's like the Boston Health uh, group that inf investigated contagions and they basically said that the uh, one of the viruses, the Spanish flu one, and even this one is not a contagion. 
What they're doing is spreading it to people via the testing. Sorry to be honest, but that's what's happening. So when you're tested, it gives them an opportunity to contaminate you with the virus because they want to cover up the fact that millions of people will die from the excessive radio frequency um, uh, um, um, uh, radiation. So basically that's what's occurring, unfortunately. So where is this going? Why are they doing this? We know the technological reasons for it. They need a robust, scalable, fast, uh, capable internet that can handle the petadata of information about all of your movements, all of your journeys, all of your banking transactions, your identification, all the CCTV cameras around the world, etc etc because they need visibility in what everyone's doing but the primary reason beyond that what they're doing which is luciferic and satanic sorry to be honest uh, to use that term but what is happening is that they are implementing three new strategies one vaccines so the vaccines have in it toxins you know one of the things about vaccines they give you the actual disease to see how the body's immune system will fight and combat the, the the disease so they give you the disease but in that vaccine will consist of chemicals that light you up effectively to respond even more powerfully to the signals so a bit like chemotherapy or radiotherapy but the, the, in what they inject in your system enables the cells to be destroyed that vaccine will consist of a substance that will enable the frequency of 5g to be more effective in creating more fatality so what you're seeing around the world is that they're buying time to build capacity for the hospitals for the warehouses and all the places they're going to convert into huge mortuaries effectively sorry to be honest with you to house the millions of people that are going to die from what is happening so god has a plan there is a plan so let me just quickly throw that up now in case people are starting to to worry god has not given us a spirit of fear pound of love and of a sound mind no weapon formed against us can prosper so please know that this is a weapon that has been formed but it shall not prosper against god's people and i'll tell you why in a moment so these are some of the things now you may or may not be aware that we are um, electromagnetic beings. I know that sounds a bit weird. Um, it's not new agey. I've studied it scientifically. Um, we have electric circuits. Our nervous system is really a complex network of, of, of wiring uh, that our masterful creator created us to have. So brain signals, synapse signals, information that travels up and down the body that tells you to move to sneeze to whatever to fight disease this is created by electrical circuitry that's in our body the electrical circuitry then creates chemistry or chemicals different types of chemicals that we react to when we eat and when we do different things subject to us being exposed to light and different things uh, and, and so we, and we are predominantly water and then there's obviously the physical mass of the body that houses everything but ultimately we are an electric circuit so we react to frequencies we respond to vibrations we respond to energy so electromagnetic energy i haven't got time to deal with it um, but basically includes gamma rays x-rays um, hence why when they do x-rays they have to stand behind certain screens um, there is infrared there is all sorts of different kinds of of um, electromagnetic energy that is just visible one of the other visible is is light ultraviolet light and visible light so that's one part of energy the other part is charged 
particles, and I won't get into that, but that's protons and uh, also electrons and all sorts of different things that run about our university, sorry, universe, and we are um, given the capacity by God to be able to cope with these natural forces of energy running around the very solar system and into the Van Allen belt and around the world. What's the relevance? So frequencies affect our sense of well-being. And one of the things I'll tell you in another conversation after this is how can we combat, because all of us emit frequencies. Our heart, our, our, I did a teaching on this about the electromagnetic power of our heart and mind, um, that we do emit frequencies. We, uh, we, 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 we don't use those terms in, in Bible terms, but might, power, uh, anointing, fire of God, spirit, all of these things can be scientifically proven as electrification of our beings either we generate it or atmospheres affect us that's when we get together and have corporate worship and prayer there's a level of spiritual energy we call that the holy ghost but it's a it's a physical energy that can be felt um and, and many things i could talk about on that because of your time i can't i can't reveal too much okay so there is a solution that will help us to survive and to protect us and i'm developing those theories further and i will share them later on so let me explain the game plan so the game plan of of this new order unfortunately it is the era of the new world order it has commenced and this is why the last five years i was pushing my economic model with presidents throughout africa um, to give them an alternative digital currency and economic model that can sustain them independent of the world bank independent of this new world order controlled by the one percent of the one percent elites now what are they doing so you'll see already in the news today there is announcement of the vaccines that will come so there were three developments vaccines um which will come which will obviously have a catastrophic impact on our physical being exposed to the radiation secondly the vaccines will come with a tracking device called an rfi chip it is a microchip that will be inserted at the same time as the vaccines um they're not even being you know subtle about it they're being quite avert uh, 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 avert about it this will give them the ability to track it will be presented in the name of um we need to know who has had vaccines who hasn't had vaccines um so we can know who's safe who's not safe and who can be given license to travel and do different things on the basis that they're no longer a threat to humanity uh, based upon this this spurious uh, ostensible um uh, notion of 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 the uh, coronavirus which is complete fallacy it doesn't exist in the context of what's killing us okay so they're just using it as a means to justify where they're going the third area unfortunately is the introduction and i saw this five years ago hence why i've been working what i was working on on the implementation of digital currency a global digital currency it will start with the us and it will roll out around the world and this is why as i've said i developed my own blockchain platform with our own digital currency pegged to minerals in the ground um so africa could have its own independence and a currency juxtaposition to other currencies that would be strong in trading capital and financial markets that's what your pastor has been working on behind the scenes uh, whilst preaching and ministering this is what so i had to end um that interview it's it goes on for about another 12 minutes but i think you guys got the main point around um what this man was talking about in terms of a conspiracy 
related to the coronavirus. And if you know me, you know I'm a therapist and I am not one to go off on these conspiracy things. I'm not one to um, really try to make sense of sometimes what I call loose associations. But I don't think this is this was a loose association. And I don't think this was drawn out of um, a psychiatric break. If you follow the news um, just this morning on Face the Nation, which is a news show where different high profile people around the country and world are interviewed. um, In one of the interviews, the guests talked about how due to this coronavirus spreading, there needs to be extra security and monitoring to make sure those who have um, the virus are not getting around spreading to others. And that is a real direct correlation to what this man was just saying in this interview about how there may be a need to um, do more security of people and more tracking of people. Even I remember being in the military, how... um, they talked of different chips being implanted in um, soldiers' um, bodies to make sure you can follow them wherever they're at. And so one thing I do know, a lot of the advanced systems of the military um, really roll out things and work on things well before it's put on the civilian market. And if you pay attention even closer, military uh, medical professionals have been deployed to various parts of the country to help combat the outbreak and the treatment of the coronavirus. So these are things we have to pay attention to that um, need to be either addressed or just taken precaution to. I am not saying don't get a vaccine of the coronavirus if it comes out, but you might not want to be the first person. You might want to read up about what's happening and pay attention to how People are responding to this. Pay attention to our, are you being tracked? Pay attention to if this thing is um, really doing what it's supposed to do. Another thing that came up in this interview was the fact that he said 5G towers being put up um, are really causing radiation in the environment and killing off people. And so I'm no scientist. I can't say if that's real or not. But I can say I was reading the news yesterday and rap artist YG said, man, they got us in a shelter in place so we don't see all the 5G towers they're putting up. And so I'm thinking, whoa, I saw on Face the Nation a person talked about increased security and monitoring of people to track the spreading of the coronavirus. And then also I see a popular um, anti-Trump um artists come out and say hey you guys are sleeping on all the 5g towers that they're being put up and again i i don't know about all of that but i don't put anything past a country that enslaved um a whole population of people and um have had other different techniques to try to eliminate us from the face of the earth since they can't really monopolize on our work all the way so we think so i'm not putting it past it but i'm just paying attention one thing i do know is that i have been practicing the home quarantine me and my family as much as we can 
And um, a couple of days out the week, we try to get out and go on rides. And on one of these rides, we went um, on a freeway a little bit past our county and went into the Berkeley area. And even on the side of the road, um, closer to the freeway, you're seeing homeless encampments pop up in places where they weren't popping up before. You're seeing the trash from these um, encampments all over the place. You're seeing um, stranded streets and once were once crowded places, but you're seeing this decay of society and the homeless encampments to spread in other places. It's almost looking like a third world country in some places right here in the Bay Area. And so we really have to pay attention because it's been spreading for a while. And now that we can't go out and see, and then you go back out again, you're seeing things in the community that just weren't there. I am seeing an extra police presence in other neighborhoods also. And so we are being more patrolled and in some places the national guard and police are given citations if you're out during the shelter in place and so yes we do need to stay safe yes we do need to wear masks yes we do need to date wear gloves and yes we do need to stay home and wash your hands wash your hands when you go out wash your hands when you come back in um but also we do need to pay attention because there have been really, um, time and time again, we've seen um, immoral acts being played out by this country and government. And some people talk about New World Order and Illuminati. Look, again, I'm not a conspiracy person. But one thing I do know and do believe is that if there's light, there's darkness. And if there's God, then there's somebody trying to separate you from God. In the history of the world, they called that person Satan. And um, one thing we know from studying um, our book, Life from Ancient Africa, and reading the scriptures in the Bible, we know that the devil wants to separate us from the will of God. The devil wants to cause havoc in our lives, and the devil wants to keep us all messed up. And so one thing you can do is stay true to what you believe is your purpose in this world. This is a good time to get some space spiritual sense to yourself. I am not a preacher and I'm not going to tell you um, that your soul is on the edge of going to hell. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying is as a human, our brains, bodies, and soul all play a role in the balance that we have in our life. And so the spiritual part, your soul may need some serious tweaking and adjustment to make sure you're acting with the right moral and in the right character that's good for your mind and your body to give you balance. And so I'm going to take a break. Then I'm going to come back with the 42 affirmations to my eye to see how these ancient Egyptians looked at fighting balance. And so I'll give you some information on the 42 affirmations to my aunt, then I'll read them all. And then that is the show for today. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast. We are culture.
first podcast, babe. You think they're ready? I don't know. You ready? I'm ready. Why don't you tell the people what the podcast is about, though? So, the We Are Culture First podcast, brought to you by Art and Arissa Harris. We're both licensed marriage and family therapists. We're a married couple. We're a black couple. And we hope talking with you about issues related to cultural relevant stuff, black excellence, and our new segment called The Couple's Corner will bring you closer to a healthier functioning and put you up on game in general with how to deal with the day-to-day things we deal with in this environment, in this society, in this world, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and so y'all go get a peek once a week into the real candid conversations that we have because we are culture first. This section of the show is brought to you by the Acorns app. The best way to save your leftover money, your leftover loose change, whatever you need to do, it's the best way to get ahead and get started in the game. Just link your debit card and get started and watch as you get closer to your financial dreams. Start investing with Acorns today. Get $5 when you use my invite link for 8P9Z2. Just go to acorns.com backslash invite backslash 48P9Z2 to get your $5 to see where it takes you. You have nothing to lose but time. Welcome back to the show. So in this episode, we have been talking about the 42 affirmations to my aunt versus the conspiracies and controversies of COVID-19. And so in previous segments, we listened to an interview from an anonymous source that was given to me by a trusted source that talked about some of the conspiracies surrounding COVID-19. And yes, the person did bring up things like government control and the antichrist and radiation killing us as a result of 5g and again you can take that as man this person is off or you could take it as something that you may need to be aware of as they start rolling out 5g around the world my thing is i am aware that if i believe in light that means there is darkness If I believe that there's a higher power, then there has to be a darker force that wants to separate you from the higher power. And so in order to combat that, people from the beginning of time have put practices and strategies and stories in place in order to keep you connected to the higher power and the will of God. And again, this is not a preacher sermon. I know it's Sunday, but I'm far from a preacher. But I do believe we need to be aware of who we are and how we live and how we affect the people around us. What legacy do we leave to those behind us and how do we honor those who came before us? We have to be aware that we were created by a higher power and we can't live in this world acting like we are the creators. But darkness and different forces want to separate you from the will of God. And that's why I refer to the 42 affirmations to my eye today to help give you another list of strategies 
to practice in order to keep yourself focused on the will of God. And again, if you don't know, my aunt refers to a goddess in the uh, world of ancient Egypt that represented things like truth, justice, and harmony. And um, my understanding of how the spiritual system worked was that I see God as the higher power and these different stories um, and different gods and goddesses that they created were just stories to show the different manifestation of the one power in God. I know that matters to a lot of people. And so I want to make sure I say that because I think it matters for um, us to see that there are higher powers working in this world. And uh, most of us believe there's one higher power. And I think that these ancient Egyptians used these stories to show different aspects of the higher power. And so in the 42 affirmations to my eye, these are things that they believed each citizen in Egypt should say daily in order to make sure they are on the right path. And let's read them. One, I have not slaughtered the divine cattle. Two, I have not carried off the food of the children. I have not treated with contempt the natural of my city. Three, I have not carried away offering from the cool. Four, I have not stolen the offerings to the natural. Five, I have not acted with arrogance. Six, I have not cursed nature. Seven, I have not made arrogant my voice. Eight, I have not polluted the water. Nine, I have not made curse to the king. Ten, I have not harmed, nor have I done evil. Eleven, I have not multiplied my voice upon words. Twelve, I have not polluted the air. Thirteen, I have not judged hastily. Fourteen, I have not stirred up strife. Fifteen, I have, I am not a person of violence. Sixteen, I have not caused grief. Seventeen, I have not made deaf myself to the words of truth. Eighteen, I have not inflamed myself with rage. Nineteen, I have not offended anyone. Twenty, I have not caused terror. Twenty-one, I have not polluted myself. Twenty-two, I have not slept with the wife of a man. Twenty-three, I have not slept with the husband of a woman. 24. I have not been angry without just cause. 25. I have not set my mouth in motion against my body. 26. I have not been an eavesdropper. 27. I have not desolated the plowed lands. 28. I have not acted deceitfully. 29. I have not transgressed. 30. I have not eaten my heart. 31. I have not made anyone to weep. 32. I have not committed adultery. 33. I have not cursed. 34. I have not carried off food. 35. I have not spoken lies. 36. I have not despoiled the things of nature. 37. I have not diminished my obligations. 38. I have not defrauded the offerings. 
39. I have not slain anybody. 40. I have not robbed. 41. I have not despoiled. 42. I have not done wrong. And those are the 42 affirmations of my eye. And I don't know how that sounds to you, but to me, that doesn't sound like something that's hedonistic or um, not believing in the moral that God wants us to have. These are things that people were believed to say every day in order to help them live a more spirit-driven life, purpose-driven life. And that doesn't mean everybody in ancient Egypt follow these affirmations. Just like we don't follow only 10 of those 10 commandments, right? But I do think these are things that help guide the moral base of society. And it lets you know, even back then, there were evil forces trying to separate you and get you to act all corruptly. And I encourage you to sit back and think of these things. I got real heavy today. We talked basically about spiritual, emotional warfare that's playing out on a subconscious level related to our thoughts and the actions um, of ourselves and the people around us related to the coronavirus. And so if we're not careful, we'll engage in behaviors um, against our will and not even know what's happening. Some of us have been willfully engaging in activities like hoarding things, not helping your neighbor, not doing what you can to stop the virus from spreading. And so woe to you who haven't um, done your part in helping humanity get through this. I have to say this week from providing services and talking to people, there's a lot of people who still are not taking this thing serious. And so we have to increase our moral fiber. And so the people around us will start taking us serious when we're talking about doing right. Because the truth is, the youth look at us as a joke. They see the pollution we put in the environment. We see the contempt we have for one another. They see how people are not putting other people's interests ahead of theirs. And so, no, they don't take things like shelter in place and social distancing serious because they don't believe us. They don't believe that we're being truthful when we're telling them that they can be harmed. And so we have to do a better job of practicing morals and social responsibility that they can follow. And I think some things we can get from the 42 affirmations to my aunt was that since a long time ago, humanity has been trying to build these things in our day-to-day conscious. And so we're going to take another break. Now come back with a tip from the school psychologist and we'll wrap up this show. Check it out, man. I'm out here trying to live my life and it's wild nowadays. We got this coronavirus. We got trying to make ends meet by working and managing your career. You know, as a father, as a businessman, as a husband, there's a lot of things that happen in this world to, you know, keep me moving and keep me motivated. But a lot can be draining, too. And so I'm probably explaining things that might be something you can relate with or not. But one thing I know, self-care is definitely a focus that we really need to hold on to in these times of stress or fear or poverty or 
race relations, um, whatever it is, self-care is definitely something we need to focus on. So hopefully my show serves as a place of self-care. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast with your host, Art Harris. Hey, we made it to another end of the Black Male Therapist Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Art Harris, licensed marriage and family therapist and school psychologist, breaking it down. You can follow me on Instagram at Black Male Therapist. Check me out. Let me know what you think of the show. Also, today, before I go, I have to make sure everyone's aware of a tip they can use to deal with this homeschooling. If you're a parent and you have kids at home that are doing distance learning, you're basically a teacher from home now, regardless of what else is happening. You have to make sure that work is done right. But some parents that I've seen that I've been working with, they really struggle with um, organizing themselves to get on board with some of this distance learning and part of it is because of fatigue another part is intimidation that they won't be able to help their children and so just remember the teachers are still the teachers and the teachers are providing lessons and your student has been exposed to this teacher and similar lessons throughout the school year and so it's really not your job to learn it all over again no one's expecting you to pass the algebra test or the name all of the elements on the periodic table or to tell all the important facts from world war one but we are in it we are hoping that you make sure your kids are logged in that your kids are trying to get some work done that doesn't mean again that you have to be on them all day making sure they work but make sure that they log in and get something done because even if teachers are very lenient with grades and everything for the rest of this year it doesn't change the fact that next year they're expected to be in a higher grade and the curriculum expects them to master the information that was given to them this year regardless of the teacher that they have there's still a set curriculum and you're supposed to learn on an incremental level meaning that on each stage i'm supposed to get something to take to me to the next stage and you can't expect the curriculum to adjust so fast so teachers may be lenient but don't do yourself a disservice by not helping your child prepare for the academic um, needs of this year and next year of course safety and preservation of the family comes first we get that you might be dealing with health and financial or other hardships, but imagine the hardships your child, your children will have if they don't master the education, put it forth in front of them. Some people feel that it's BS, that it's not really teaching kids what they need, but still it's the standard that's needed in order to get a start at being functional in this society. So remember that from the school psychologist, don't get intimidated or allow your stress to keep you from helping your kids get on board with the distance learning. Log in, have them get started. Even if you can't read, make sure that they're learning to read. And so that's my tip from the school psychologist. I know it's similar to previous tips, 
But again, it's so important that we promote any type of learning we can because reading is really the key and knowing what's happening in this world and happening around you and being able to analyze data. It's very important, not just the data put forth in front of you, but being able to really consider what's happening. But first, you have to start with mastering your level academically and then take it from there. And that's it for the day. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show. Next week, we'll get back on some serious stuff. Maybe there'll be something from sports to report. Maybe there'll be something uplifting to share. Maybe you could call in with an uplifting story of how you've seen people engage in a more humane way this week. Hopefully, I can give you some similar stuff. But until then, I encourage you to just do your best at being the best version of yourself, not just for you, but for your family and community also. Know yourself because self-knowledge is the key. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast podcast.